can be an activist and showing the um the black community and uniting a black community then then he would have died then maybe it would have been um it would have been something to pick up but how he died and the time that he died i don't um believe in the whole um conspiracy conspiracy uh theory i just believe that this nigga eric holder was a fucking hater whatever the altercation between him and nipsey was led to this man to feel like he had the right to take this man's life yeah so the conspiracy theory was like you're what's popping hollywood um but the conspiracy theory was um, that because he was working on the Dr. Sebi documentary that they thought that um, the government wanted to get rid of him, basically. Exactly. Anybody um, could do that fucking Dr. Um, fucking, yeah, Sebi shit. I don't believe that was the reason that um, no. he was killed. It don't, no. it don't really make no, make no fucking sense. No. Eric Holder was just a fuck nigga who was feeling salty who decided to then go and kill agreement which is very sad and it just shows that um matter of fact sorry sidetrack we're gonna go off on a little tangent real quick but it's great how that brought people together i guess and now like they're uh you know stopping um what was it like the gangs came together and decided to have like a ceasefire basically and decided to start getting along and all that so i'm glad that so much good has come out of it Right, it's very right. upsetting that people didn't notice what was going on or, like, notice his greatness while he was still alive. And it always Facts. happens that way. We never appreciate people until they're gone. I actually wrote down a song, but... Mm-hmm. Um, That's true. Like, even me, like, I was always a Nipsey fan. I always said my favorite Crip, because, you know, mm-hmm. I wrote with the set. A word. My favorite Crip <laughs> niggas, though, was um, Snoop... Uh, my favorite Crip niggas was always Snoop Dogg and Nipsey Hussle. Um, I start... I well honestly I learned about Nipsey Hussle because he was dating Lauren London and there was a meme going around with um my boyfriend he had sent me um it was like uh I don't need a thousand um bad bitches I just need one bad bitch for something like that and then it was a picture mm-hmm. of it's that famous picture where she got her hat to the back and she's posted on a wall with Nipsey or whatever mm-hmm. so that's how I first like realized cause my husband he loved he, he was a Nipsey Hussle fan mm-hmm. so um that's how I grew to like Nipsey then I used to like fall into different interviews he was having and just his words and his grace and how he spoke I was like you could tell those Who people is that... this amazing, brilliant gangster right here? Like, he's a gangster and he's a gentleman. I love him. There's some people that, as soon as they open your mouth, you just feel educated. Yes. And he was definitely one of those people. So I always respect him. I always respect Nipsey Hussle. Even in his music and what he talked about in his mixtape, I always respect him. Then when it was a big thing where he was selling his mixtape for $100, I'm like, who the fuck is this nigga? Who think he is to be selling his mixtape for $100? Yeah. And I got a chance to actually listen to his music. I'm like, he's a great dude. Like, so Nipsey also became one of my uh, favorite West Coast West Coast rappers with um, Snoop Dogg. I'm a fan of Snoop Dogg because he does. Snoop Dogg also does a lot of things in the community mm-hmm. with this whole football team thing yep. or whatever. Um, my little my little cousin, shout out to Gino and I'm out there in Compton. My little cousin um, actually um, was part of the Snoop Dogg's um, football football league that he uh-huh. was doing and things like that. So he was definitely amazing, um, amazing person. He just had a, a, a glow and a grace mm-hmm. to him. So, and I always thought that Lauren London was like one of the luckiest women on earth. 
to be able to yeah to even be just around, be around such a great like man that. like to have a just to have a great man because there's a lot of fuck niggas out here and, and fake people mm. that try to educate and be um educational and that's not what they really they don't practice what they preach right you don't get a lot of people in this like world that. that practice what they preach yes. and also come from the streets yes so um, um, one of the things she said to me that or not she didn't say it to me one of the things she said that really like got to me that like really made me feel something was she was like I felt protected by him I felt like he was like that was my partner right every woman like, needs everything that everything she said every woman needs I was like that. that's a whole package I'm like that's a whole man like that's like that's all I want. I want somebody that makes me feel protected, makes me feel safe, makes me feel comfortable to be myself, mm-hmm. uplifts me, makes me want to be, just makes me want to be better every day. That's really right. what it's about. And like, and you guys can build off of each other and teach each other things. I think that is so important. So that's why there's like, there's like certain black couples and it's like black excellence, all that. You know what I'm saying? I'm not just saying it's only black couples, but it's great to see. Um, yeah, cause you don't see that. that. You, you don't see that, that in the black com- community no, often. You don't. Um, like people be real, really surprised. Like actually, I was watching the memorial with somebody, and the mom and dad, his mom and dad was up there. Somebody was like, "Wow, I'm surprised that he was raised by both parents." Right. And it's crazy that that's a surprise in the black community. Right. It's crazy. Even me growing up, I was blessed to have my father in my life. And people used to be surprised that I had her dad. Like, I knew my father. Like, I got my father's last name. Like, it was... Because it's very fucking rare. Yeah. And that's just the black community. And that's why it, um the definitely affected a lot of people. Even people that didn't even know who Nipsey was. And then comes to find out because he's everywhere everybody's supposed to like my mom my mom didn't know don't know who the fuck nipsey hustle is but now he's her cover picture on facebook like she uh, think he's like the new malcolm x or something like so that's one thing you know? i don't necessarily like like i i'm all for everybody paying their respects mm-hmm. but people who kind of who go to that extreme and it's like okay don't act like you've been right yeah don't act like you've been down like it's cool this is my jesus like nah come like relax like Like, i'm all for uh supporting his legacy and and supporting him and his movement and go educate yourself please by all means but don't sit here and act like you've been on the wave right like it's so many people late to it and and like i i got put on to nipsey um probably like right when victory lap came out and you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So at that point, then I went back and started doing my research. Right. I still didn't know everything about him. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I did. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Um, so I, like, seeing now, seeing all the outpouring of love coming from everybody and, like, how he didn't really have problems with anybody, like, everybody respected that man for the right. most part. So and I was like, waiting for a bitch to say he Oh, he did this, her. he did me dirty oh, this yeah, way, I was dog. waiting, girl. I was waiting. Because it always happened that way. Something always come out where it's like, oh, but he's actually... You know, something's a- something actually yeah. happening. You that know what I'm saying? Dope. His and you can just see he was raised right, like his That's grandmother, his mother, mm-hmm. his father, his father. Just how they speak of grace, like you could tell he was he was raised the right way, despite whatever little journey he went through through his life to get to that point. That's just life. You gotta go through certain things. My granddad um used to always say um to and to enjoy. To enjoy love, you have to experience the pain. Yes. Mm-hmm. You're not going to know love appreciate until you experience love. the yep. pain. You ain't going to, you're not going to appreciate the light until you're in the dark. Yep. So, um, Nipsey is definitely the, defi- the definition 
of that and I hope his legacy continues and I hope a lot of people is expired. I'm highly expired by um everything else that I found out about him after his death. Yes, um, for example, all the businesses he owns, um, yes. all the all the stuff he was involved in. One of my favorite things that he was doing was that Vector 360 program. I think it was Vector 360. It was Vector something. Vector 90. Vector, okay, there you go. <laughs> um, but it was that thing where it was uh, to bring... I don't exactly remember everything. It was just it. helping. Um, it was a teaching kids about technologies yeah. and things like that. Mm-hmm. It was just great. He he did a lot. So that's what's up. And I hope a lot of other black men follow follow that follow that step. Yes, like you said, I feel like everyone's gonna take this right now and use it as motivation to be better. Like I really hope people do. Right. Um. Because I feel like, I mean, I'm sure people have heard this reference already or whatever, but I feel like this is like a modern-day Tupac situation. I don't but even think, of, but I really, won't even compare him to Tupac because Tupac, Tupac wasn't doing in, all that. First of all, Tupac is not from California. Oh, no, so it's not like, we don't have to say, not to that point. Like, but I feel like it's a legend that was taken way too soon. Yes, educational-wise, yes. Mm-hmm. But, um... Yeah, there's situations Practice totally what different. you preach-wise, no. Okay. Um, um, but yes, uh, Tupac too. He was very educated. His parents was Black Panther. As he spoke, he was all for the black. Tupac was for the black community, but at the same time, he was a young black man out for himself. Right. He just wanted money. Mm-hmm. That's what he was about. Right. So I think the other thing, um, as we, like I know we were both watching the memorial service today. So like watching his mom speak, watching his father speak, every and everybody oh. giving their shout outs to the parents. Um, I know Snoop was saying that he was like, yo, it's so incredible to see, like, um, somebody with such a good dad, you know what I'm saying? Like, somebody whose dad really put all that love and care into him. He was raised right. He was raised totally right. Mm-hmm. And then, I think the hardest part watching that memorial for me was his brother. Mm. Watching his brother, because, like, that's something... A brother's love is different than like a mom and fa- or a mom and son or a father and son. Your mm-hmm. brother, that's your brother, that's your rider. Like y'all did everything together. You know, you guys got into trouble together. Y'all, y'all did everything. Right. One of my favorite stories that he told was how um, Nip, at twelve years old, wanted to build a computer, computer. and mm-hmm. brought home all the pieces and fucking taught himself how to build a computer. I was like, yo. Yeah, that was dope. I don't know what I was doing at twelve. Probably playing in dirt outside with worms and shit. Like I. Mm-hmm. Feel me? Oh, like, I was playing with soldiers. Nah. I, told, I, was, I, was I wasn't thinking school. about no damn computers. I know that. I was in middle school. I was, I was, playing, I was thinking about buying me a computer. I wasn't thinking right. about building a computer. I'm like, Dad, buy me a computer. Right. So I go on Facebook, on, on, on my about space. to make that shit? What? No. Yes. So, but that definitely inspired me to, like, do more, to um, do things for myself, you know, just to create a legacy. Because I'm sitting here now, like, I'm already in this space now of, like, okay, where do I want to go with my life? What do I want to do? What direction I want to take? And now it's even more like, oh my God, like life is short. You never know when that shit's going to end. So now it's like, okay, I need a legacy. I need niggas to remember me for some shit. You know right. what I'm saying? I need a legacy. I need to, um, not even too much, even, you know, people remember also to, to pass stuff down to my family, for my family, for yeah. generation, generation, knowledge, money, wealth, power, yeah. and everything amongst that. And that's what the whole black community needs to have that mindset. Not how how I'm going to survive today or tomorrow. How I'm going to survive for myself, for the future, and for my future. Like, we got to um, brighten, um, brighten our thoughts 
So that's been my mentality since his death. Usually my mentality was always kind of like that, but yeah. now it's like, damn, I, I, I'm not working for myself right now. I got to work for my future kid. Mm-hmm. You know, I got to work. I'm the oldest sibling when my mom go i gotta make sure that my brothers and sisters have a solid foundation to fall back on because i'm gonna take over that mom role Mm -hmm. you know so um it's put a lot of things into perspective definitely it's put a lot of things definitely like the love of even the love of a black man or even any man period because my my husband's not black but You know, just loving, just just loving him and yeah. building that that bond and that and and that relationship and like, you know how attached to I, I am to my husband. Like so, you know, yeah. just having that bond and that structure and that protection and that he gives me and I want to give it. You know, I want to give it back to him and I want to build yeah. an empire with you know somebody with that, solid walls. That and like you have a solid family as well. Like you got. You got a big ass family. <laughs> you do. And so it's like just having that whole that whole thing is like you gotta cherish that. You gotta love that. You gotta protect that. You gotta feel mm-hmm. me? It is what it is. I don't come from a big family. That's never been a thing for me. So that kinda really put that in perspective too. Like mm-hmm. it made me really think, like, all right, so who do I have that really has my back no matter what? Right. Who like who really does love me? Like unconditionally no matter what right i don't right. have family like that so it's just like i'm looking around like holy shit like that should really put shit into perspective mm. like that's why creating a family for myself is so important and now me being like all right well i'm the head of my family i'm starting this shit this is mine like right and i need to have a solid foundation for that going forward for my family's future um so that's yeah it, like i said it put a lot of shit into perspective it made me really like wake up and be like all right this is this is what I want, like exactly. I gotta figure out what I want and how to get there, and don't let nothing stop me. Like and it's I a said, whole mindset. Because yep. he said, I remember there was some quote. He said something like that. He was like, um, "If you doubt yourself before you even start, like you're never gonna it's get not there." Gonna work. Type shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like, you gotta believe in yourself and and believe it's gonna happen, and you'll get there. Basically, right. And that's so. what it. And I strong and I believe that a thousand percent. I yeah. do. I believe that because me. I say that like, all the time. I like I know whatever I do, I'm gonna be great at. I know that for a fact. Right, exactly. It's just figuring out what what I want to do. do. Basically, uh, and now it's like, holy shit! I feel like I feel I'm one of those people that feels like I'm never doing enough. Like mm-hmm. my days, every day is fucking booked to the end for the most part. But mm-hmm. I still feel like I'm not doing enough, me and too. I don't know. I don't know if it's just me feeling unfulfilled or if it's me being like. I don't know. I feel like I need to do more. I don't know if that's with my community, if that's with um, my future. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, but I always feel like I need to do more. Right. And I need to figure out, like I said, I come from a small family. I moved around a lot, so it's not like I have, oh, this is home and this is my community that I want to build for. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck about Oneana. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about New London, Connecticut, facts, where I was born. Facts. I don't give a fuck about El Dorado, New Mexico, where... Feel me? Like, I experienced the oh, most yeah, racism of my life. I've been anywhere. around, you know what I'm saying? I don't have, like, a, this is my home, this is what I rep, this is where I'm from. Like, right. I don't have that sense of, of, of that. So I'm like, that's where I feel like, damn, like, so what do I belong to? Mm-hmm. What do I, who do I give back to? And right. I'm like, okay, Albany, I've been here for a few years, like, since college or whatever. But I'm like, even that, I don't have a sense of community with Albany, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't really go out there and be like, um... 
Yeah, that's just not really me. I've never really written for Albany like that or anywhere. So, Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like I said, it should put a lot of shit into perspective. Like, okay, what What, do we want to do with our future? How do we create a legacy? How do we, um, you know, like, how How do do we do right by our people? How do we do right by our people? And how do we pass on knowledge, uh, educate, like, everything? How do we pass on to our family for the future? Like And self-education is a big thing yes is a big thing um i actually um signed up for english online classes um for myself or whatever because you know you gotta self-educate and that's the biggest part that i took from um nipsey's death Mm -hmm. is self-education once you're educated in here there's nothing the outside could do. That could stop you. Right. That's a whole fact. Because you know. Mm-hmm. And, and, um, and that's power. Right. That More and than also. anything. Yeah. So I'm one of those people also that like. I don't always like to ask for help from others. I like to teach myself things. Mm-hmm. But it's also. Show me like. It's okay to ask for help. It's okay to like. You're always going to learn from other people, and that's the type of people that I want to surround myself with, people that we can just have a conversation, and I leave, like, mm-hmm. being like, damn, okay, that really made me think of some shit. I want to better myself. And right. so it made me really think about the people that, I, that I'm that i around, um, my future, like, who I need to be around, what type of people I need to be around, um, all that. But like you said, it's all about educating yourself. Like, you need to... Only you can only only you can do it for yourself. Nobody else can do it for you. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, right. So that's a big. We big, all gotta figure that out for ourselves. Um, so yeah. So how to support him? I would say buy things from the Marathon Shop. Keep listening, streaming his album. Um, all those pro- he owns all his masters, so all those proceeds are going to him mm-hmm. and his family, which is great. Um, I wish they had like a list of like books he read because I want to read some of the books. That was that the other thing read. too, because in the memorial service they was all like, "Yo," they would books. always come up to me and be like, "Yo, here, read this book, and when you're done, come holla at me." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Yo, that is yes." Yes, that's how my mom is. My mom is very much like that. (laughs) But now, and I was just thinking about it too. I'm like, yo, when was the last time I read a book? And it's not because I read read an educational book. Like I read books. I read a lot of um, bio books, like about other about people's um, lives, mm -hmm, radio personalities and stuff. I read the Angie Martinez. I read both the Charlemagnes. Um, I read. um, That's good. Taraji. And stuff like that. The but. next one I want to read is Michelle Obama's book, Becoming. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So as long as you, like, reading is great in, as a, in and of itself. Right. You don't and have it's to read, like, a textbook. Too. Yeah, you don't have to read, like, a textbook, like, an educational book. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think I could read it. But as long as you're trying to better yourself and learn, you could, like I said, you could learn things from everybody, whatever it may be. You can learn lessons everywhere. Every walk of life, you can learn a lesson. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's made me also really realize like value your conversations with people um get the most out of every situation that you can absolutely not abuse it of course but like get the most out of every situation like live in every moment be present you know what i'm saying because you never know be present Um, um i seen a thing um somewhere and it was like i hate when people say yolo you only live once oh no what's it like you live every day. You only die once. Yes. You live every day. So fucking preach. Yes. So when you wake up, make sure that what you're doing that day is, you know, is countable. 
that's why I said you gotta live every day to the fullest, every moment, live in every moment, be present. Cause like I said, you never know. Mm-hmm. You never know when your life could end, which is very sad, but it's, it's realistic. True. And that's life. Like Stevie Wonder was saying at the memorial service. First of all, I love Stevie Wonder. He's always been one of my favorite artists. I grew up listening to him. Really? Yeah, I grew up with a lot of jazz in my household. A lot of jazz, a lot of... Just like old shit. My parents are old. <laughs> my parents are old. <laughs> but, um, so I've always loved Stevie Wonder, but what he was saying, he was like, yo, gun control, man. Gun control is a big thing. And I understand there's a lot of people that are, like, pro-guns. That's great. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I think... Certain situations, they are necessary to defend yourself, okay? But we need to make it way harder for people to get guns and to access them because this is a problem. Like, I'm sorry, but that guy should not have been able to just walk up on him like that and shoot him, leave, come back, shoot him again, leave again. Like, that was crazy. That's too much. Like, niggas like that should not have guns. I don't understand, like, why, why they make it so easy for people to get them. There's some states you could just go to Walmart and fucking get a gun, like a shotgun. Mm-hmm. That shit is crazy to me. Um, so one of the other th- cool things that came out of that, um, Karen Bass, who is uh, a congresswoman, mm. she um, mm-hmm. entered Nip- Nipsey's contributions into Congress, so they will forever be engraved into our history. That's yes. which was awesome. I was I'm like, so that excited. Was so, awesome. so is he gonna go into history books? Somehow, yeah, I don't really know the specifics of it. I know she just she was just reading this. Um, it was like well, a proposal, basically. I'll be basically. so excited. It was basically to, a proposal, yeah. To know that my future kids will be in school learning about Nipsey also. Mm-hmm. That's why I was like, yo, I need. Like they were saying today, this man is now immortal. Like his legacy will live on forever. I'm, there's forever gonna be people that will, that will. Um, Martin Luther King. Malcolm X, Nipsey Hussle. There you go. <laughs> There's our <laughs> list of greats. <laughs> if we like that, no. Like, like, for mm-hmm. real. I think another real dope shit, a really dope shit too, is that we talked about how he brought the Bloods and Crips and yes. all the gangs together. That was fucking beautiful. Yes. No violence happened. You haven't really heard any big shootouts or anything happening mm-hmm. in California since he died. Mm-hmm. The first little memorial was a little thing going on in the stampede shit. So, Death to whoever did shot. that bum ass shit. That was whack. Mm-hmm. Probably some young dumb nigga. Right. But besides that, it's been so like it's just a different era going on right now. Like, it's like the the like I said, how many people like came together? Right. Then the, the nation yeah, of you, Islam. Yes. Mm-hmm. I thought they was fucking extinct. <laughs> I swear to God, I thought they, since they killed that guy, not Farrakhan, the other guy. Because my, my uncles and stuff, they're, they're um, five percenters. Okay. And they followed the um, Nation of Islam. That's how I got my name, Shaikwina. Mm-hmm. That's an um, a Islamic name. Um, so, uh, a little bit of history that I do know, I damn but he was murdered. He used to roll with Farrakhan, and he was murdered. Mm-hmm. So ever since, oh, God, since he was murdered, the nation of Islam, they said, became, like, a little corrupted mm-hmm. as far as they became more about money yeah. and business. Mm-hmm. And then they started recruiting young guys, mm-hmm. and those young guys became exploring. Like, the nation of Islam just became something bad, yes. like, like the Black Panthers. Mm-hmm. So... I thought they was all gone. So I was so, like, it was so breathtaking. It brought back my childhood and me 
um, sitting in my Uncle Razin room mm-hmm. and like eating the breads and things like that. And he used to like pray. He used to teach me how to pray and little things like that. And I was like, oh my God, they're still around. Yeah. So for them, and it looked like all of them mm-hmm. to show up and the women that was marching with the men. And that don't happen in the nation of Islam. Oh, I didn't know that. The women was mar- was marching in front of the men at They were all mixed together. That's what like, I thought was so it awesome. It was amazing. And I thought, like, I was like, wow. All the diversity that came together. Right. They, he was in the newspapers. He was in the Islamic newspapers. Like, mm-hmm. everybody... Show this man love, and that was beautiful. And something Snoop said during his little um his speech when he was like, oh, when um it was something when Nipsey was he like he was making music, you know, he was making music with YG. He was bringing the niggas together before that doing mm-hmm. music, and he was and um yeah, YG cried when he yeah. died, and uh, Snoop was like. Snoop helped him realize, like, bro, you've been doing this shit. You've been bringing people together by music, and they was like, they was talking about like basically the respect of like if you came from where we came from i respect you type shit and that's why people was listening to his music because it's like in that whole area it's like right. it's mad different gang members whatever the case may be but they all came from the same walks of life that's what I was um, about they all say. respected his music at the that's end of the day. one thing that i feel like some young guys that you know that join these gangs they forget mm-hmm. y'all all the same yep no matter as bloods, crib, paru, whatever the y'all fuck just you is. Y'all different crews, but right. you all the same at the end y'all of the day. Y'all all from poverty. Most of y'all grew up without a father. A lot of y'all's hustlers. A lot of y'all's trying to do stuff for y'all family. Y'all had kids at young ages. Y'all got mothers that's on drugs. Y'all got more in common than y'all... Um, then you realize yeah that you realize and that you don't have the only thing that ch- that's opposite of y'all is the is is the fucking colors that you, that you choose rap. to wear right y'all all in poverty we all in the hood and i feel like that is what people are starting to realize yes like i hope we can only go beautiful. up from here and move out move, move forward i from pray there. and i hope i do and i i just loved r.i.p nipsey hustle the marathon continues um, like his mother said, she, um, he was bought on this earth and taken away to bring us together. And right. I truly believe that. It's something beautiful his sister said, too. She said that this was not a mistake. Jesus died at 33, and so did Nipsey. Yep. Oh, that was just, you It was know, meant to, not meant to be, but it's was, a sign. Like, it's a sign. Shit like that is just beautiful. And I hope, I hope most, most of our young black men just take that, um... Even if they wasn't a Nipsey fan and don't even understand the rap, there's the knowledge. The knowledge. Knowledge is power. Right. And the ownership. You have to own things. You have to put it in your own name. A lot of black men um, live off a woman and even black society living off the government and the Section 8s and the the DSS and shit. We need our own ownership. We got to stop... being secluded and locked down on these chains by the motherfucking government. We need we some solidification. Learn, right? We could learn the same thing that these white men learn. You could do exactly what these white men on these other races, these Chinese, these Arab. You could own a fucking corner store. Every corner store don't have to be owned by an Arab store. Sit down and have a conversation with the man that's making your sandwich. Exactly. Whose store is this? How you get this? What you gotta do for this? 
and we could all be successful. We could all be something great. We could all be something amazing. And we have to do it for our kids. Fuck us. We have to do it for our kids. We have to do it for our culture. All of that. Because right. we are... We come from this place of never feeling like we've been enough or never... We've always come from the bottom. And it's time to realize that we are equal, if not greater. You know what I'm saying? Right. We, we need to respect and appreciate ourselves. And, like, that's why... Um, you know, black on black crime. I hate that phrase, but it is what it is. Um, right. That's why this shit is such an issue. So I wanted to bring up this post that you had posted or whatever. Mm-hmm. How we need to respect and appreciate our black men and show support because they've been shown or they've been raised from a young age thinking certain things. The world is so, against them. Yeah. Um. So I just want to read this post real quick. It says, black mm-hmm. men, you were never meant to be a savage or a thug. That mentality was brought to you by white men who despised your masculinity. Mm-hmm. You are a god by nature. You are strong and moral by nature. You are kind, respectable, and merciful by nature. You are a product of peace and righteousness. Don't take on the identity of a beast to just deny your identity as a god. Your royalty is in righteousness. Um, so I thought that was great. There was another post I saw that my friend had posted that was like, um, you know, uh, basically all the things that we do to black men that we didn't even realize. Like baby mamas all calling, calling them saying they ain't shit. Mm-hmm. Um, just saying a bunch of shit against black men and then like, how do you expect us to act after everybody is basically treating us like shit? Right. And I was like, that shit opened my eyes. It was like, oh my God, you totally right. Like mm-hmm. things that you never even think you did. Some of them ain't shit. But right. I'm not saying that if your great. baby daddy ain't shit, I feel you as the woman, instead of saying he ain't shit, you got to show him what he is or could be. Mm-hmm. We got to stop putting people right. down. You can't we just put them down, people. put them down, put them down, put them down. Educate. You got to educate. You got to educate. That's all. It all comes back to education. You know, if nobody's perfect, yeah. and um, and sometimes, you know, you are a, a, a product of your environment. It is what it is. And... Going back to Lauren London and Nipsey Hussle and the and the balance and the protection and the and the security and the love that they balanced off mm-hmm. each other is something that everyone needs and everyone should everyone should have. Me, I feel like I have that. Like I love my dude. I think you know to others he probably ain't shit and he ain't nobody's angel. There's a there's somebody for everybody, right? But when it comes to him and I. I feel protected. I feel safe. Um, I think he's one of the fucking most smartest people I ever met. Mm-hmm. Um, he's definitely um, educated, and he and and he takes his time and his patience. Cause I'm definitely a loose cannon, and he takes his time and his patience with me. Mm-hmm. And as a man, that's kind of hard, cause men is not programmed to, to do that, right? Yeah. That's the women's job. Yeah. To be patient. So and, and nurturing and right, exactly. Like, they always leave that up to the woman. It's like, no, it has to go both ways. It has to, to go both ways for it to work. Mm-hmm. Exactly. 100%. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, so this it's been it's been a heavy week. It's been tough dealing with that. Um and yeah, like watching the memorial today, I found myself choking up, getting ready to cry and shit. And like I can't even ask like and like I said, it's not like I knew him or anything like that. I knew of him. Right. I listened to his music. Um but this one hurt. This one really hurt. Hurt the a community. It hurt a lot of people. But all we can do is take his message and his legacy and build from it and, and help ourselves for the future. Right. The um, marathon continues. The marathon will always continue. Shout out to Nipsey. Uh, you know, and 
sending prayers and love to all of his family and friends and all that. Right, and everybody and and people that's out there, all the Nipsey hustles out there. We know there's people out there doing great things and still trying to do things for the for their community. Keep on doing that. Yeah. There's a lot of Nipsey hustles out there in your own town that you didn't know were there. I know you seen that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So honestly, I didn't have. I put it on Facebook. I didn't have a Nipsey hustle in my hood. I mean, we had, we had, we had dudes that, you know, bought ice cream for the kids and host the basketball games and, you know, do little back to school things or whatever, but I didn't have a Nipsey Hussle in my hood. Like, the same dude that bought me ice cream in third grade is the same dude that taught me how to shoot a 38 special off the rooftop at, when I was in eighth grade. So like you know, had a wide variety. Like, like, yeah, you know they they um they taught survival and they showed love and they showed um the power of money. Right. But that's different from ownership and elevation. Exactly. And and you know and self worth. That was not taught. I was taught that. Thank God, I had a great dad. My basically my dad was my Nipsey mm-hmm. hustle. You know, and I was um educated on things like that yeah you know within my home Mm -hmm. so when i was out in the street i knew the difference of right i knew how to survive i wasn't i don't want to say i was better than my friends but i you were set up you're more prepared i was definitely different and i was um definitely blessed and um privileged Mm -hmm. like i said a lot of my friends didn't grow up with fathers Mm -hmm. they didn't have a dad um and um they and if they did have a dad, they didn't have a dad that went to work every day to take care of their child. My dad wasn't on drugs, my dad didn't drink, he didn't smoke. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um and it takes a village. I had a I got a I had a big I have a big family. Mm-hmm. So um I was always protected and um educated mm-hmm. and taught when I when I was wrong and I was doing wrong even if the person that was talking to me was dead wrong right I was always taught to always be a leader as my uncle Henry said you a motherfucking leader don't you ain't no that follower shit. don't forget so, that shit so shout out to my uncle Henry he be watching <laughs> um and shit so um it's definitely a wonderful thing teach your kids show your kids love your kids and um Build, build a legacy, build something right. for your kids to, to... And tell the truth. Mm-hmm. Tell the truth to yourself so you can tell the truth to your children and they could tell the truth to the future. Yeah. Right. So. Everybody a work in progress. That's all we can say. Just try to be better every day and, you know? Facts. 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 So, and closing, fuck nigga of the day is called that black... SMB, and that's how I'm just gonna leave it. I'm not even gonna give you no more motherfucking shine. Cause when you go to LA, they gonna knock your motherfucking head off. Stupid, stupid. <laughs> yes. Uh, fucking Kodak. The other, um, we got a few fuck niggas of the week. Um, mm-hmm. We got Kodak. Uh huh. Do you want to talk about that? You just gonna? That's all you wanna say? I kind of think I just I want to say. I've had enough of motherfucking Kodak. That's fine. Um, and then the other two we got is Eric Holder, who's a nigga that shot Nipsey in the first place. He gonna die soon. He gonna, th- you know they gotta keep him in solitary anyway, like, he as soon as he gets let out, somebody gonna kill that nigga immediately. Mm-hmm. Like, they he violated. It is what it is. We know that's gonna happen. Then you got his And lawyer. then the last one is Chris Darden, who's actually the nigga defending Eric Holder. Fucking Who's also the same prosecutor who, def- who uh, or the, the prosecutor against OJ. These are the, the worst child's guy. click, uh, ch- ch- uh. Clout, clout chases 
in a world. Right. So that they shit, bro. I don't know. That shit is mad annoying though. Um, but yeah. I don't even want to do my challenge. Like, I feel like it's not the right moment. I'm going to post that separately. No, we're going to postpone the challenge. I'm going to post that separately. I'll just mention it, though. My challenge for this week was act up. Um, it's a little late, but it is what it is. We're going to still do it next time. Motherfucking right. Fucking keep... Oh, what was I going to say? Just get yourself ready. Girl, I I'm going to do a laugh. <laughs> no. I don't even know where I was going with the keep. But anyways, uh. <laughs> um, what I was going to say is... I was gonna say keep in tune or I was gonna say stay in tune whatever uh, gotcha. um next week I'm gonna do the old town road country shit you feel me I that's never ran something like that that's gonna be fun that's, that's gonna, gonna be a little fun. different to lighten in the mood a little bit like that come back on Thursday so check my page out I'm gonna post that shit later maybe tomorrow I'm gonna post it my act up challenge is gonna be there dope don't worry um but yeah anyways did you have anything else you wanted to add to this week's segment no just keep the marathon going educate yourself educate your kids um, learn about ownership and businesses. That's that's the next level. Fuck fuck sneakers and jewelry. Fuck things that depreciate. We need things that appreciate. Facts. Say it again. Fucking real estate. Fucking everything. Like invest your money. Real estate. We need to build things, not not fucking waste our money on dumb shit. Right. So I'm gonna leave it with one last line. Basically we've been saying it the whole time, but life is not a sprint, it's a marathon. And with that I got nothing else to say, folks. We out. Great. So my phone. Okay.